Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash am I the butthole. If you do love a Reddit story, please consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all the good stuff, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from HotRice336, who asks, Am I the asshole for telling my future mother-in-law no one gives a shit about her hurt feelings? Her husband is not coming to our wedding. I know this title is pretty bad, so hold on to your judgment for a moment. My fiancé's Kevin parents split when he was 12. His dad had been cheating with a friend of his mother's. I'm going to call his mum Lucy. Obviously, that is a horrible thing to go through, and in general, I hate cheaters. The dad got every other weekend, and Lucy got primary custody. Like with a lot of divorced parents, he was Disney dad. His house was all fun and games, and Kevin began preferring his dad and stepmom and complaining that Lucy was boring. To be fair, I don't think Lucy was a bad parent. She was doing the normal parenting stuff kids don't like, but she is a bit in love with her job and put that before Kevin. Lucy also tried to guilt him for liking his stepmom. When he was 13, Lucy began dating Mark. Right off the bat, Mark was calling Kevin spoiled and ungrateful and telling him how badly he hurt Lucy when he rejected her. This went on for a year and finally Mark overheard Kevin talk him back to Lucy and packed him up and drove him to his dad's house. To be this totally fucked up, Yes, he was hurtful to his mum. Yes, he was also a child. She was an adult and should have found a way to handle it. Lucy has shown no remorse for allowing Mark to do this. They got married shortly after and Kevin refused to go to the wedding. They've been married 15 years now and it's clear she loves him 1,000 times more than her son. Kevin and I are getting married and he decided he didn't want Mark there. I warned him that it was considered bad etiquette and he might get some shit from family, but I will back him 100%. Lucy called us very upset and said we couldn't invite her without a husband of 15 years, and we are disrespectful and immature. Kevin handled it that time. She got even madder when she found out his stepmom will be there. Lucy has had family members guilt trip us over not inviting Mark. She called us last night and asked to discuss it. She teared up and said how badly her ex and Kevin hurt her and she feels Mark is the only person who truly loves her. Kevin was starting to feel bad, so I told her what it says in the title, and that she is a shit mum who chose a man and her feelings over a kid. Lucy simply said she would not be coming and hung up. Lucy's parents and her sister have been calling us since that conversation and saying I'm awful for how I talk to her, and now that we're all adults, we should see her side of it more. And on this one, we're gonna start with fake Mona Lisa who says everyone sucks here. Kevin sounds like he was a bratty kid with behavior egged on by his father and stepmother. It's interesting that Kevin is completely okay with his father who cheated on his mother and broke up the family and was a Disney dad after all this time. I think that Lucy sounds like she's better off with her new family. 
The pain of being cheated on by your partner only to have your child outright prefer the person who hurt you is a lot to process and deal with. It sounds like he didn't handle things well either. And you seem melodramatic and unkind. Acrobatic Cover says, so to be clear, Lucy was cheated on. She was a bit in love with her job, aka she was a single parent trying to provide for her son after a devastating betrayal. Her son was a spoiled brat who hated dealing with discipline and responsibility, so off he went to live with his equally spoiled dad. Now, spoiled son doesn't want to invite his mum's husband, the one who has supported her through the years, because he got called out on being a brat 15 years ago. Is that right? You're the arsehole. Kevin's an arsehole. Basically, everyone is an arsehole except for Lucy and Mark. Anna E390 says, you're the arsehole. You don't know anything about your husband and mother-in-law's relationship other than what your husband tells you. So let him deal with his mother and you mind your own business. The fact that you steamroll over the possibility of reconciliation when your husband was softening his heart is so gross. Fanula says, oh God, I feel like there are multiple arseholes here and none of them are Lucy. This is how your story plays out to me. A single mother that works every hour that God sends to feed her child as a primary custodian gets treated like shit by said child because cheating darling daddy makes it rain and he has no understanding of the cost of raising a child and running a home on a single wage. Single mother finds a new man that treats her the way she deserves. New man tries to discipline his definitely spoiled stepson for being disrespectful to his mother and said spoiled stepson never really grows up. Instead, grows up hero-worshipping Daddy the Cheat and the homewrecker he cheated with. History repeats itself. Hope you're getting a prenup. Heavy Lift says, hmm, I think you should have let your fiancé and his mother work it out on their own. There seems to be a lot of bad blood about your fiancé's upbringing and you inserting yourself in the discussion so abruptly may have made any real reconciliation or mutual understanding even harder to achieve. You're the arsehole. Down the Valley says you're the asshole. Kevin was a teen when he got ugly with mum, not a child, and it sounds like it had been that way. She had to be the responsible parent who said no while daddy was the whatever you want one and teens can be really nasty. About her job being more important, she was doing what she needed to to support herself and her child. It has overtones of sexism to accuse her of job first and dad did spoil Kevin so he probably expected the sun to rise and set on him. How dare mum care about another? Telling a mum she can't come to her son's wedding if she brings a husband of 15 years is childish and immature. She may not be the only one not coming and you still should have stifled it and let Kevin handle it. You sound awful. Of course she isn't coming now. You insured it. Engineering own 2299 says everyone sucks here. It seems like Kevin's mum was trying to be a good parent and raise her son while the cheating dad got to be the fun parent. Excusing his actions as just being a child is discounting the fact that he was a dick to his mum, who was trying to do the best she could. Lucy and Mark suck for shipping him off, but it was his father they sent him to, which he'd likely expressed wanting at times. You suck for what you said. You don't know how she was as a parent. You're basing everything on one side that is biased. You're also happy to invite a cheater in his mistress. The cheater chose a woman over his family too, so he's not much better. If Kevin is happy to lose his mum forever, then sure, don't invite her husband. Now, what do you guys make of our first story? It's one of those ones that I would like an update on as the comments are so one-sided, they're saying you're the asshole or everyone sucks here. So I would like, I kind of like an update to find out, you know, if it did change their mind and did they act on it at all and did it make any difference to what happened afterwards? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story.
And our next story comes from Postifier, who says, Am I the asshole for refusing to make a $120 cut of steak well done? So we did a bit of an extravagant Friendsgiving this year as I looked into a strip loin of A5 Wagyu for a price that was unorthodox levels of cheap. My friend worked for a high-end meat distributor and received it as a gift. It was a tight-knit event with only 10 of us there, mostly couples including my friend who only started dating a girl within the last couple of months. We had an array of dishes but I was responsible for cooking the meat. Steak is about the closest thing I have to a religion and I take it very seriously. The average steak for me takes about four to five hours to prepare and cook from the sous vide, apologies about these pronunciation, to the cast iron, to plate, though sometimes I take as much as three to four months, butter aging or dry aging my meats to be certain that they are perfect. These were genuine A5, so I only sous vide them after cutting them into two inch steaks. They were pretty perfect enough for one each, but I also made jerk chicken, mandarin duck breast, and a nice cut off cherry jalapeno salmon. I had quite the spread. I sous vide them to medium rare to be sure the fat was well rendered, but informed them that if absolutely necessary, I'd bring them up to medium on request. Well, here comes the new girl to the group. She sees the first person cut into their steak and sees pink, and she is just mortified. Immediately, she sees him eating raw meat and stresses that the steak should be brown all the way through, or else you'll get sick. I informed her that this wasn't the case and that these steaks were actually cooked to the ideal temperature for the cut. She immediately demanded that I cook hers till it was brown all the way through and I firmly said, not a chance. She proceeded to get angry and yell that it was her steak and she should have it how she liked. I told her that there were plenty of other meats to choose from as well as a plethora of side dishes that she could have but her steak was not being made well done in my house. She said, fucking asshole. Then she got up and started to stick the steak in the microwave. I shot up and grabbed it out of her hand, at which point half the steak fell onto the ground. My dogs quickly got to it, which I said, well, at least it went to someone who wouldn't shit on a good steak. From there, there was definitely tension from the end of the table. They ate a little bit and hurried and left. Since then, my longtime friend and his new girlfriend have blocked me on social media and my phone number. They have gone so far to block the rest of the people at the table and cut off all ties. Yesterday, I received a PayPal invoice from my old friend for $25 that just said, pay for dry cleaning of her dress. I don't think anything actually spilled on her. I think it's just more drama, but as of now, I'm ignoring it and unfortunately, probably washing my hands clean of an old friend. Am I the asshole here? Edit, I should have stated that a menu was sent weeks in advance with the express point that if someone wanted their steak cooked to a higher temperature, I'd really go to the grocery store and get some USDA Prime for them. Now, this is one of those stories that is of the levels that I like to put like the old entitled parents ones that we used to read and they go absolutely crazy. I mean, I don't understand. I know people like their steaks cooked in certain ways, but what's the issue with you cooking someone else's steak a certain way, the way they're eating it, the way that they would enjoy it? I don't understand why that would matter to you. And then for this person to suddenly get up and try and put it in the microwave, you get up, try and take it off them, just absolutely crazy. And I think based on that alone, I would say you're the arsehole, but I got a feeling that I may be the arsehole in this one for, for suggesting that because I know a lot of people like this person Love their steak, know more about it the way it's cooked than clearly this person does. I haven't got a clue what half the steak they were talking about, an A5 Wagyu steak, if I pronounce that correctly. I just don't appreciate it enough. So I know I'm playing a risky game whether you're the asshole here. <laughs> but let's move on to the comments to see what they say. And I'll start with Nut Michelle who says, everyone sucks here. Eating with pretentious people is exhausting. 
Boring Ghoul says, she was a terrible guest and you were an obnoxious host. Don't get me wrong, I can't even eat meat above a medium rare temp. But when you chose to cook for someone, you don't get to dictate how they eat it. You're gifting them a dish and they can do how they will with it in a manner they enjoy it. The fact you'd rather have a dog eat the meat than a guest is pretty telling how inconsiderate and controlling of a host you are. Everyone sucks here. Yeah, maybe I should say and everyone sucks here because she was a pretty awful guest as well. But Striking Firefly says you're the asshole, assuming this is even real because I can't fathom someone being this much of an asshole to their friends. You weren't the one eating the steak, she was. She can have it however she wants. The fact that you not only refused to cook it to her request, but then grabbed it away from her when she attempted to cook it further herself makes you a complete and total asshole in this situation. And the fact that you'll give a $120 steak to a dog before you'll let a person eat it well done is just ridiculous. Ellie Vetica says, you're the asshole. Your job is to be a gracious host and not a pretentious asshole. You don't like well done meat, fine. Don't eat well done meat but it's unbearably rude to deny a guest food because they won't eat it the way you like it. Melimpia says, what actually is your issue? There are some people out there who have a problem with meat that isn't brown through and through. Why do you take it upon yourself to demand they eat it your way or not at all? It's like you forbidding someone to use salt, ketchup or mayonnaise on their fries because you think they need to be eaten pure. However, the way this lady acted was beyond rude too, which is why I feel very comfortable to call this everyone sucks here. And White Staunton says, not the arsehole. She was a guest in your home. What you don't do as a guest. Tell the host they are trying to poison you. Demand your host leaves the table and goes back into the kitchen. Edit, especially having been given lots of notice, including menu sent out weeks before requesting that you let the host know about any special steak or other requirements. Wait until you and your host are at the table and about to eat and then demand something different. The time for a request was long before this moment. Make any demands of the host at all. Requests politely and humbly made are fine, but demands, no. Call the host a fucking asshole. Though why you didn't just respond with, I don't know you well enough for you to speak to me like that. You need to leave my house. At that point, I am not sure. Make a scene. Help yourself to your host kitchen. What you do as a guest. Eat something else if possible. Push it around your plate or make an excuse if not. Thank your host for a lovely meal and all their effort. Get takeout on the way home if you are still hungry. There were other options. Good manners dictate that you shut up and eat something else. Ignore the PayPal invoice. If she hadn't felt entitled to abuse you in your own home, she wouldn't have ended up with meat juice on her dress. If it's dry clean only, it would have needed dry cleaning anyway. Yeah, and going back on that one, I think it is an everyone sucks here once everyone reiterates what the guest had done and the way they acted in the situation as well. But <laughs> what do you guys think of this one? Gonna have to do a bit of Googling after this story to find out what an A5 steak is, I think. But let me know your thoughts and we'll move on to another story. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
And our next story comes from Throwaway Stars, who says, Am I the asshole for not wanting to take my niece and nephew to Disney with me and my girlfriend? Using a throwaway as my girlfriend knows my Reddit, and I don't want to spoil the surprise. So I, 31 female, and my girlfriend, 32 female, are planning a trip to Disney Paris. Not for any time soon with a pandemic, but still planning. Editing to include this as some people were concerned. It's not as big as, say, Florida, but it's closer to us. It's also both of our first time going. And as my girlfriend is obsessed with Disney, it's where I'm planning to propose to her to make it more special. My sister knows I'm proposing and she helped me pick out the ring and she was very supportive until she found out where I was planning to propose. She doesn't approve of it as we're not kids and has stated that as we're not children, it's weird and how if I wanted to go there, I should take her kids who are 10 and 6. I love my niece and nephew, but this is a special trip for me and my girlfriend. I explained to my sister and I thought she understood, but next time I was overseeing her kids, they were upset that she had told them about the Disney trip and they couldn't understand why I wouldn't take them. I tried to console them, but I felt very put on the spot and upset by this. I ended up leaving not long after. My sister kept badgering me to take the kids now as they're so upset. The worst part is my girlfriend is starting to feel guilty and wondering if we should just take the kids with us. I can't explain to her why I'm so angry right now as I want to make this a special thing for her. Now, Disney is definitely just not for kids. Like the sister is trying to point out, my brother pretty much goes to Disney every year with his wife and they absolutely love it. Can't say it's a thing for me, but sounds too chaotic, but... <laughs> and who does that? I couldn't imagine my brother like saying, say if I were going to Disney, I couldn't imagine my brother saying like, oh yeah, my kids could come with you. You could take them on the trip and I bet she isn't even offering to pay either. Absolutely not the arsehole. I can't believe someone has the cheek to do that. But Nut Michelle says, not the arsehole. Your sister is a gigantic arsehole. If she wants her kids to experience Disney, she can take them whenever she wants. To tell her kids about Disney with you is emotional abuse. She's terrible. Ruda says, lol, let me guess. Your sister hasn't offered to pay for her kids to go there either. Not the arsehole. You are never the arsehole for refusing to provide a vacation for someone else's kids. Unbelievable. Opie replies saying, no, she hasn't. Even if she had, I'd still be annoyed, but not as much. One environmental 4930 says, not the arsehole. This is emotional blackmail. Your sister is using her kids to get a break from them. Why did she tell them? Do not back down. Enjoy and congratulations on your future engagement. Angel Claus Frank says, Disney is the happiest place on earth. Notice that the phrase is not happiest place on earth for kids. Disney has never been just for kids. Your sister is a major arsehole for telling her kids knowing your plan. Stick to your guns and don't let them spoil your surprise. Tell your future wife, I'm betting she says yes, that you want her first time at Disney to be about her since she's never been and bringing the kids would make it hard to experience everything the park has to offer. You can make a plan to bring the nibblings another time. I used to sell tickets for Disneyland Paris and I promise you, your sister is the weird one. I sold more tickets to adults than the ones with kids. Not the arsehole. Kiana Sky says not the arsehole, your sister is insane. Is she actively trying to ruin your proposal plans because that's what it sounds like. The whole point of Disney is that it's filled with magic and that's exactly what love feels like. So it's not just for kids, it can have a romantic atmosphere too. It would be amazing to propose to her that way. I'd be worried your sister spills the beans about the proposal on purpose to your girlfriend out of spite though. Also, who is going to be watching the kids on this trip? You and your girlfriend, I guess. So it's no longer a romantic trip at all. If I were you, I would try and see if I can change the plans and go somewhere else with your girlfriend, or I'd just go low contact with your sister and go to Disney anyways. 
bring the kids gifts back or tell them they can go next time. How can she seriously be expecting you to pay for this trip for them too? She purposely told the kids so they could be mad at you if you say no, making you the bad guy. And not Rapunzel says not the answer. What a selfish dick move from your sister. She's acting like one of those self-entitled parents. If it's such a big deal to her that her kids go to Disney, then it's 100% on her to make that happen, not you. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from NegativeAd8603 who asks, am I the asshole for parentifying my child? I have two children, one is Austin, nine male, and the other is Beth, 15 female. I'm 40 female. Last night, Beth went into my room and broke down crying about this thing called parentification. She also unloaded about school. Apparently, it's too stressful. She gets to do it in her pajamas and doesn't have to wake up early for the bus. Don't see her problem. Now for the parentification, I asked her what it was and she said it was when a parent used one child to take care of another. She says I've been doing it since she could remember and she hated it. I looked it up, but I don't really think having to share her stuff and keeping them entertained when we go out counts. Really, I mean, it's basically babysitting. My 38 male husband disagrees. He read up on it too and says that it checks a lot of boxes. He suggested therapy for her. I said I would have to think about it. He also said I should parent Austin more and stop leaving it to Beth. So this is my experience. Please tell me, am I the asshole here? And OP has added a, a decent size update to this as well, which we're going to cover after the comments because it's replying to a lot of them. And whilst you gave a couple of examples there, I would like to know more as well. But I think you would be the asshole to me in this situation is just the way that you're playing down her feelings and not understanding what she is saying to you. You're just trying to counter it in some ways, even when your husband disagrees with you and he read it on two and he says it checks a lot of boxes. And a 15 year old coming into your room, breaking down, crying and talking about this sort of stuff, it does, it's very concerning it sounds like. So I would say you're the asshole in the way that you're talking about it currently. But Dismantle says, based on this, you're the asshole. If both your daughter and husband agree that you do this, then it's most likely true. Also, why do you have to think about therapy? If your daughter is struggling emotionally and mentally, you should be 100% on board with this. Leanna V says, from the way you write is clear, you don't even want to understand her. You don't even explain what she does. You're not even trying to see her side. But when your own husband tells you you should actually parent your child instead of leaving it to your daughter, try listening instead of looking for validation on the internet. You're the asshole. Death GP says you're the asshole. Can you actually tell us what her complaints are? You only give us one instance, but does she have examples? And now we're going to move on to the update because there's a lot of the comments as well are replying to the update as well. So it may get confusing if we don't cover that at this point. So... Alrighty, it's been a heck of a day for everyone in my family, so I figured I would give an update. Thank you all so much for giving me the wake-up call I needed. I got some lovely DMs explaining some things to me, but I do think that the person who said that they hope my husband leaves me and I drink myself to not breathe the same air as them and the literal death threats were overboard, but I digress. Also, everyone seemed to have an extreme love for cussing me out. I had a long talk with Sam, then one with Austin. I deeply apologized to Sam for not parenting my child and abusing her. I told her I would replace every item he broke and compensate her for unpaid babysitting. If she wishes, then she may get therapy. She said she does want it. I promised that her therapy would be my first concern. I told Austin I hadn't been a good parent and Sam wouldn't be babysitting him. I also grounded him because of breaking Sam's things. Then I talked to my husband. 
He doesn't want to leave me and in fact still loves me very much. We both agreed on couples therapy. However, as there were a few things to work out, I realized I was carrying on my mother's parenting. And as I research more, I now know she was heavily abusive. I need to end the cycle and it will end now. A few more things. By think about therapy, I meant that it was late and I would need to research and find the best therapist. Sam told me more about her school and I realized that the pandemic hit everyone in my family hard. Sam says that she wants to do in-person school, so I said she'd be enrolled next year. Thank you again and I hope all of your lives are fulfilling. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And if you do love a Reddit story, as we said at the start, there's a playlist on your screen right now that will scroll through various Reddit stories for you. Hugely helps out the channel. And thank you very much for getting involved. Much love. Goodbye. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we end up spare crime everywhere You're selling false hope cause you just don't Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control And weighs up to 80% less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.